Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're forgetting we have to do Tay Fonte. Oh, yeah. Oh no, I need to get comfy. My floor is creaky, guys. I know. Creaky floor. I uh, like my creaky old back. I've got a heat patch on. Mm. <laughs> I have. I did some workouts yesterday because I'm serious, you know. People are relatively fit, so they got to be relatively fit in it. But I think I went a bit too far. I've got a heat patch on. That's why my bum cracks sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought I can't sit on mum's settees that's why I got a little blanket I'm sitting on sorry <sighs> right hello <laughs> welcome hi we're back again we're back for another episode of the relatively fit podcast with Vinny or Vinay answers on the back of a postcard because we can't decide and Nat. That would be Natel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't tell people all my nicknames. If you now. know, you know. If you know, you know. Yes, it's Nat and Vinny. We are back in the place. How are you guys? Hope you are all well. To start off the show then, we would like to say a big thank you. A big thank you to everybody who tuned in who sent us lovely messages yeah um who's like followed us on instagram and stuff like that like i'll be honest it's really it's really weird just being at home doing this with like the setup the laptop a couple microphones um headphones like we're moving like we're proper professional out in these streets yeah literally we don't know what we're doing <laughs> We don't know what we're doing. So, like, actually, it means a lot that people want to listen or, you know, just devoted, like, an hour of their time to hear what we had to say. Absolutely. And, like, listen to our stories and stuff. So, a massive, massive thank you. Yeah. And a massive welcome back if you're returning yeah. from the first episode. Um, and also, just thank you to um, Mr. D for, like, the design and stuff. Maz, big up yourself for our little intro, our music. It's actually his birthday today, the date of recording. Um, so happy birthday! Obviously, when it comes out, it won't be his birthday, but happy birthday for today. Um, and yeah, just all the listeners that have come through. I'm moving like we're influencers, like we've all got like 50k <laughs> followers and like. But you know what? All them things there, like, thank you guys so much. You know, like them annoying YouTubers. Yeah. Oh my God, Thank God, you guys. Thank you so much. And if you just like, like, share and subscribe no. and um, just leave something in the comments and yeah, I'll see you guys real soon. Okay, bye. And then they put their hand over the camera. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you know what? For me, whether it's five people, 50 people or 500 people, you know, this is just about connecting and like we say in our tagline, join the conversation. 
you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of things that affect a lot of people. So, you know, I'm really thankful to the people that tuned in, you know, however many or however, however big or however small the number was. I mean, yeah, to be honest, I wasn't like, I, I think I even said it in the first episode and you were like, oh, you, you said that everyone's going to listen or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't that. I just didn't expect that people would be so interested. Yeah. People have shown us a lot, a lot of love, which is really encouraging. Yeah. 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 Um, and just as an FYI, is it is quite scary to put yourself out there. It is. Like in the way that we have. Not saying that we're the only people that have done it, but like, you know, we're quite private people when we just... I think it's in our nature that we just kind of put our head down and get on with stuff and we don't really share that much. And if we do share, like, it's to, like, a select few. So Mm -hmm. it was quite a big deal to talk about certain things. Yeah. um, With the knowledge that, you know, people will be listening. Mm -hmm. But hey-ho. Anywho, moving on swiftly. Um we've decided to have a segment of our show where we kind of big up someone who's inspiring us or who's doing like really cool things within the fitness scene or just generally. Yeah. Um, so this week, um, our person of inspiration, she goes by the name of Aisha Raya. Um, on Instagram, she's at Stormskater. And... I don't know about you, but I'm just absolutely loving this kind of trend of like black skaters just like yeah doing all this cool stuff and just vibes in like I love it. Yeah. So a lot of um the skaters that we have seen they're all in like America and like that's cool and stuff. Um but that's also kind of far away and sometimes when it is people overseas it's just like ah oh, there's always something cool going on outside the country. Yeah you know yeah um so it was nice to find someone who is doing that cool stuff within the UK and London um so yeah representing yeah for real check her out she's called Aisha Raya she's at Stormskater on Instagram okay well today's episode what are we talking about what are we talking about we are talking about the future of fitness obviously gyms reopened on the 25th of July but before that people had to get creative I mean there were people that were you know running marathons in their back garden there were people that were sort of cutting their own hair making their own clothes you know so this kind of COVID-19 pandemic has really got people thinking about how they live their lives and you know what they're doing in the day-to-day So fitness was impacted heavily by that as well. So I think the whole kind of Zoom meeting and the online workout kind of kicked off with Joe Wicks. Um, At the start of the pandemic, well, at the start of lockdown, um, he did his um, PE with Joe every day. And I think, according to the Guinness World Records, he had the most views for the fitness workouts on a live stream, scream, on a live stream on YouTube after receiving 
over 950,000 views. So that's, you know, that's pretty mind-blowing, the amount of people that were tuning in. Did you tune in? I did. Did you? I did. And what did you think? Because I, I didn't watch it. I mean, I'll explain my reasons for not really getting involved okay. later. But, yeah, I didn't really... I didn't really watch it. I, I mean, I, I saw, I saw what he was doing and stuff like yeah. on the news, but I didn't, I didn't tune in. So, what did you think? Well, to be honest, I think it was um, pushed as a kind of PE thing for parents to get involved with the kids. So it wasn't necessarily geared to people that you know. I wouldn't say wanted to work out seriously, but they wanted to do something with their kids because it was called PE with Joe Wicks. Mm. So it was kind of from a kind of family get together type of thing where everybody works out together. And I did it with my daughter for a couple of days and it was quite intense, actually. It was quite intense, but it was really good fun. Um I did get a bit of a sweat on, to be honest with you, I have to say. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it. But as lockdown increased and, you know, I kind of got into my work pattern, it kind of trailed off a little bit. But I personally feel that it kind of opened the floodgates for a lot of personal trainers and kind of maybe amateur people to kind of put a lot of classes online. <coughs> And getting a lot of people to sign up. Oh, are you all right? I'm okay. <laughs> you sure? Um, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, I think it encouraged a lot of people to get involved online. And it's quite a creative way and a good way to carry things forward because the gyms were closed. You couldn't go to any classes. So doing things online was really, really good. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it and I must admit I did do a couple of workouts on YouTube, but my running really increased because I think initially we were given half an hour a day to work out or to be outside. So I took full advantage of that and I, you know, went running every day and then we were given an hour. So I was still running but um, I think the online thing was has kind of revolutionised the way we work out. I mean, you're sort of involved in the fitness industry. What do you think? Um, I think that it's definitely pushed the fitness industry, be it brands um, or individuals, um, to really look at kind of like the online space as a good way of like making money mm. if they hadn't looked at it before, which sounds crazy because like everything's online now. But I guess with like in the fitness world, it it's almost not just about, well, from a teaching perspective anyway, for me personally, it's not just about the workout and done mm. like it's about the connection and stuff like that which is is really hard to create through a screen so stick up in there mm. so in the kind of fitness gym space I think we discussed in our last podcast where you know people used to go to the gym to like pick each other up 
<laughs> so are you thinking like oh a lot of single people are like missing out on their social thing? Is it a social thing as well as a, you know, keep fit, get fit? I'd say so, thing. 100%. 100%. Um, and especially where, you know, a lot of brands now are like big on like community vibe and mm. that kind of thing. You know, part of that is meeting up, part of that is seeing someone face to face and it's not it then becomes something that's bigger than the workout it's not just mm. okay we're gonna do this hit class and then everybody go home chances are there's a small cluster within that hit class that then go out for dinner mm. or that know each other outside of the hit class or have made that that connection that friendship Got you. um aside of the hit class mm. um so yeah i guess for me from like a trainer's perspective, I I found that whole part of it difficult. Yeah. Um. I mean, I tried. I tried the online workout thing. I tried, um, creating classes and stuff like that. Um. When it was over Zoom, <laughs> nobody wanted to put their camera on. Yes. Um. And the reason why, from a trainer's perspective, that I'd want to see people is to see things like form. Well, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> you and I know that my form is trash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, listen. Go on. So I'm just telling everyone, I'm just giving a bit of background. So I've come back from a run and I've gone in the front room at mum's and I'm doing a bit of stretching, you know, and cooling myself down. So in comes Vinny, what you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing? Can't you see what I'm doing? I'm doing my squats. And she says, is that your squat? <laughs> and she looked at me like she was going to grab her phone and call the ambulance, honestly, because... I was just like, what's wrong with you? I think my form is good. And then I kind of looked at my reflection and my knees were buckled in. Like I looked like I was doing some kind of strange Elvis Presley thing with my knees. Like, so form, you know, it's very, very important because I mean, moving on slightly, I would love to know if anyone you know, suffered any injuries or anything like that because mm. form is very important. And I think, I mean, obviously you're the expert on this. When um, you've got a class... I expert, but you know. Well, you're in the fitness industry yeah. and you coach people and obviously you have to look at them. Yeah. And if you say, see somebody hunched over or with bad form, you can correct it. Mm. But when you're at home and obviously people don't want to turn their cameras on they're just doing their thing and like me doing my squats you think you're doing fine and then you know the um the person taking the class will come and tap you on the shoulder or they'll correct your form for you so you talking about form is you know it's very important I think mm. and then there's like Instagram, Instagram Live has been a big one as well. Mm. Um, and again, 
I'm going to speak from like a trainer's perspective, like (laughs) it's really difficult because you can't see anyone. Mm. So it's almost like you're talking to no one, um, which is really, really hard, like really, really hard. Um, But I guess with practice, you kind of get over that stuff and because lockdown was so long, the people that were doing Instagram lives, um, I guess they became used to it. Or mm. it was nice for them if they saw people that they knew come in um, and then maybe comment and stuff. Because then, then that's a little bit more interactive. Okay, you can't see them, but you know that they're, that they're there. Um, so, yeah, that's my two pence on that. Mm. Are people going back to the gym? I mean, I haven't been a member of a gym for a very long time now. But... Um... If I was a member, I'm not sure I'd go back. I think I'd cancel my membership, but I mean, that's just me. Um, But I think we did do some research on it and we found that a lot of people, in actual fact, um, a well-known gym company, a budget gym, one of the biggest in the UK at the moment, um, has lost about a fifth of its members and they've halted payments and they've done everything that they could to keep members coming. But it's a no-go. I'm a part of that that gym. Oh, yeah. And I haven't gone back. <laughs> so have you halted your payments? Yeah. So are you going to cancel? No, I won't cancel. But I know I work in a couple of studio spaces and whatnot. Um, one of which hasn't yet opened back. Um, but for me, as like a person to go and do mm. like an activity, I still feel like it's too soon, in my opinion. Yeah. And mm, I think also it's dependent on the type of activity it is. So like the gym, for example, mm-hmm. it's not, everybody has their station and their one piece of equipment. You do your hours worth of workout and then you leave. Right. It's like you go and use the bench press thing. Mm. Then you go and use, I don't know, the dumbbells over there. Then you go and use the, the step machine. Then you go and use the rower. Like you're, you're here, there and everywhere with everybody else. Yes. They've asked you to wipe down your equipment, but I mean, people are selfish and people just want to do what they want to do. Mm. So like you can't always guarantee that people will, you know, clean up after themselves and think about the safety of everybody else. Because even now, just walking down the street, people aren't keeping like social distancing. True. And that's just walking that's down just the walking street. That's just walking down the street. It's true. It's not involving sweat and breathing heavy and all them things there. Yeah. Um, But then, for example... You know, in other in other studio spaces where it's like a specific class, you're using one piece of equipment. That piece of equipment is yours throughout the duration. Yeah. You know, there's it's, it's slightly more controlled. So I think it just kind of depends, you know, what the space is, what you're going to do. For me personally, anyway, which is why I haven't gone back to the gym to work out. Um, That's a very good point. I mean... Are you going to have a cleaner follow you around and spray down after you all the time? It's a budget gym. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for what you're paying for your membership, I mean, 
I know that the government's put guidelines in place and that you have to um, check the website to book yourself in to make sure that, you know, the numbers are, aren't over capacity for you to be able to use it. But I still feel that people have found other effective ways of working out. So Got I you. think um, on that note, it's it's worth mentioning, actually, um, the findings from the Instagram poll. So you guys that listen, that are following on Instagram, you might remember we put out some questions last week just to get you guys involved and just to get a feel of how everyone's, you know, feeling on the subject. Um, and we have found the following that 81% of you guys worked out during lockdown on average five times a week. Which well is, done. Yeah, that's pretty good. And actually, I think a lot more than people normally would. I don't know about you, Nat. I, I work mm. out, aside from teaching, I'd say five times a week in gen. Yeah. Um, you'd think, actually, that I'd work out more during lockdown. Yeah. But I fall into the 19%. I mean, I wouldn't say that didn't work out because I kind of did but nowhere near the amount that I normally would um and I think there's there's many reasons to that but I think the main reason was that obviously this is part of my job as well yeah um so I just took it as an opportunity to rest yeah (laughs) I took it as an opportunity to literally just sit down um and allow my body to heal like it's it is quite tough waking up early and giving out bucket loads of energy it's tough lifting your body weight it's Mm. tough crazing people so that they don't fall like it's a lot of work so I actually quite enjoyed just not really doing much yeah well that's fair Um, enough if I'm honest but yes so 81% of you worked out during lockdown the most popular platforms online for online workouts was Instagram and Zoom, um, which isn't really a surprise just from, you know, looking around. I don't know about you. Um, Well, no, it's not a surprise to me. Um, I think they were both effective ways, but I found sometimes with Instagram, like it was a bit choppy or it would cut out or I'd have to log out and go back in again. But I mean, for the most part, it was fine. You know, when I got the job done at the end of the day. Mm. Um, also, as well as Instagram and Zoom, um, a couple of other apps. I don't know if you've heard of these apps now. Um, it was certainly the first time that I heard of them. But True Coach and Down Dog. No, never heard of those. Yeah, they, they've been used. And this one for me, actually, is the most surprising because I didn't think it would be this way. But 71% of you haven't gone back to a studio um, or gym space since the easing of lockdown mm. um, four weeks ago. That's um, interesting because I thought people would be I chomping it, at the bit to get I back. I thought it would have been the opposite way, mm. if I'm honest. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Very. However, gains got to come. And gains aren't really going to come with the use of resistance bands. Like, they're just not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I really do miss, like, lifting weight. Yeah. Like, pushing weight. I miss that so much. 
Um, so I do hope that, I don't know, is it a bit of a fear as well? Possibly. Maybe, yeah. I hope that the fear kind of goes a little bit. Um, and then we'll kind of get back to, you know, a normal routine. I also mm. think it's like just doing it once. Like, do you remember the first time going shopping in lockdown and everyone was like, <gasps> yes. oh my God, like, <laughs> clear, oh my the God, aisle, clear, clear the aisle, clear the aisle. Oh my God, they coughed. Oh my God, that means they're sick. Oh, we're <laughs> yeah. going to die. Like, it was just a bit weird. And then by the next week, it was just like back to normal. Yeah. Everyone's there rubbing shoulders, trying to reach for the butter. Like, yeah, because like, sorry, as a side note, um, I tried to get some coconut milk, which they put on the bottom shelf so I crouched down to grab it and I can hear breathing above me so I I look directly up and this woman's just like reaching for the jam over my head and I'm just like do you know what I mean so I can understand what you're saying you can trust yourself but you can't trust other people to do the right thing but at the time of airing this I mean I've tried to keep my ear quite close to the ground and I haven't heard that there've been any cases from like a gym or exercise setting or space. I mean, I remember when the pubs opened, there were sort of 19 cases within the first couple of days. So I haven't heard anything about, you know, transmission from swimming pools or any fitness spaces. Mm. So that's a good thing. And I suppose it shows that, you know, gyms and fitness spaces are really, you know, taking the government advice seriously and you know making sure that their facilities are clean and that the air is circulated and that their users are safe but I think that you know people well was it 71% of people just don't trust it yet and that's quite a big number. Mm. So what do you think like during lockdown did you work out how did you find it what did you like about it what didn't you like about it I did work out yeah I increased my workouts because it's kind of like one of those things where you're told you can't do something you want to do it and like we were allowed out for half an hour or so so I took that opportunity um I was also training for the Chicago marathon and the London marathon So it was good for me because I had the time. Um, I could get up early in the morning and I could go for my run and then that would be me done for the day. Um, Everyone was at home, so childcare wasn't an issue and it was all fine. So I really took advantage of it. Um, But I think if I was a member of a gym, I don't think I'd go back, to be honest with you. I think there are so many other options now that, we have as we've been discussing it's not that I don't think there's any need for it but it depends on what your needs are because like you've said Mm. you miss pushing weight you miss the physical feeling of the weight Mm. um I've got some crusty old dumbbells (laughs) with rust and all kind of moss and stuff growing on it that I found and I use those how's your motivation because I find and this is this is also maybe another reason as to why during lockdown I didn't really work out like that. Mm. 
But you know that feeling of like, <laughs> if you're a woman, when you come home, you take your bra off, you know you ain't doing jack. <laughs> yeah, once the bra once comes the off. Once the bra that, comes off. It's a wrap. It's an absolute wrap, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I felt being at home. I'm, yeah. Home is like, my re- my relaxation place is where I sit, is where I chill. Yeah. So to find the motivation to not only do it was one thing, but then also to stick in it. Yeah. On average, I'd say I'd last about 20 minutes. Yeah. With an at-home, like a Zoom or Instagram workout. Yeah. And also, to add to that, <laughs> and if you know, if you're listening and you know that I've done your, your class on Zoom, I'm really, really sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> Do we need a separate piece of music to introduce this? Because this sounds big. I turned my camera off, innit? But the reason why I turned my camera off was because I had enough. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, bun this, I'm not doing it anymore. But the person still kind of thinks that I'm there because they see like my name and- Shocking. Yeah, like the motivation is one thing. So how for you was it to like motivate yourself to do it? And did you find that- actually you made it through like the end of the workout and it was okay well talking about I've actually got another point but I'll bring that back in in a sec okay well um to your point about slacking off a little bit (laughs) I did one of your classes and it was really intense and I was like I'm so glad I didn't put the camera on because I'm lying on the floor you see she's talking to me about what was it like I can't remember what the actual activity was, but it was intense. And I thought, you know what? I need to lie on the floor and look at the ceiling. And that's exactly what I did. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, well, she can't see me anyway. And I think that's the thing about it. You know, like I did slack off a bit when I did those ones because I knew I could. Mm. You know, when you're in the class, as we've said before, your instructor it's, is yeah, there. Your instructor's there. It's almost like there's a spotlight on you. Yeah. Like there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. There's nowhere to hide. So you have to kind of, you have to show up. Yeah. Because um, back in the day when I used to go to classes, I'm one of those ones that's fighting for position at the back. Well, you know, you've got all those girls that are like, yeah, let me be in the front with the trainer. I'm at the back, you know, because I'm like, yo, I don't want you looking at me. <laughs> And then it would be like, oh, yeah, let me just help you. And I was like, no. <laughs> or what they'd do sometimes, like, if I'd gone to a salsa class, they'd turn the class around to so the back that was the front. <laughs> and the front was the back. <laughs> and I'd just be like, you know what? <laughs> I've got to make it look good now. But, yeah, I think that's the point of it is that, like, you could slack off because you were at home, but... With the running, it was slightly different because I was training for something, even though I knew in the back of my mind that those events would probably be called off. I was training like they were still going ahead, even though I was kind of a bit behind in my training. I was still doing it because as well, it was keeping my mental health in check you know, it was keeping me sane because I was still working from home. So in terms of running, yeah, I was putting in the work. But with the Zoom classes now, as I said, I did 
lie on the floor and look at the ceiling a bit <laughs> and I remember Vinny going at one point are you feeling it and I'm like yeah lying on the floor looking at the ceiling <laughs> yeah I'm feeling it oh that was tough <laughs> do you know what another thing with the zoom workouts as well is that it's a little bit invasive isn't it when you don't know the people that is in the class, they can all see in your house. Yeah, they're in your home. They're in your house. That was something that I didn't like about that about Zoom, um, and which is why, like, I didn't really um, jump on too much. Mm. But one thing that I did enjoy and I did make work was whenever there was um, a class, if I found out that a friend wanted to do it. Mm. Um, so if it was like an Instagram live or a pre-recorded or like a YouTube something, um, we'd FaceTime each other. Okay. So we do it together with obviously the class playing in the background on another device. Yeah. And that was actually, that was really good. That's a good um, idea. Because obviously I don't mind that person looking into my yard, <laughs> like it's fine. They know me. Yeah. I know them. It's all good. Um, and I know them and we're friends. Mm. So it builds like that connection That's a good that you idea. would have, like, you know, if you was taking your friend down to a class or whatever. Yeah. Um, and also like it holds you accountable. Yeah. Like you can't just be sitting down and your friends see, like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and they probably feel the same too. So actually that worked out real well mm, that is um, good and that is a good point accountability isn't yeah, it yeah yeah mm. um but another thing you're on. right about like looking in people's houses and stuff like that because I remember we did a class <laughs> together and I was like oh I like her plant oh I wonder if her if her um <laughs> if the paint on her walls from Farrow and Bull you know <laughs> you know <laughs> so it is a thing but I mean it's not the main thing yeah but you're actually in someone's private home, in their environment, you know, it's not their studio, it's not where they work, it's, you know, it's their home. <laughs> yeah. I just think that the gym isn't completely redundant. Absolutely not. I think the gym is going to take a hit for a while. Do you see what I did there? Like hit classes. Take oh it my hit. god! I know. <laughs> Rough in it. Uh, <laughs> I just thought of that myself. I thought, oh, clever. Um, but yeah, people do need instruction. People do need connection. And again, through this pandemic, you know, it's been clear that we do need connection. Human beings need to connect with each other, mm. whatever they're doing. Yeah. And I think. The gym isn't dead. I think the gym will always be there for the people that want to go. Yeah. Whether they'll be as prominent as they were before, who knows? But I think we can't write them off. Mm. But equally, it's provided the industry with um, an opportunity and one that I feel that is going to do really, really well. Um yeah, I think kind of like online content and stuff like that, um, the creation of it in a more professional way um, is definitely going to be a big thing going forward. Definitely. Um, I feel like I still like the physical spaces a bit more. Yeah. Um, 
people will always go yeah I think it's it's going to be interesting to see like over a period of time what that's going to look like and how it might shift things yeah it's it's open for debate but you know I don't think the gym is you know doing the death roll yet what do you guys think Join the conversation. Oh my god! <laughs> Answers <laughs> on the back of a postcard, please. It'll be very interesting to know what you guys think. So yeah, hit us up on Insta at Relatively Fit Pod. I'm not going to do the personals because this one over here don't know hers. Sorry, and she's scared. She's like, oh, these people are adding me now. I love it. Really, I love you know. She don't. I do. Don't believe her. Listen, I do love it. Like, because this is all new for me. This is all new. And that's why I really appreciate whether it's five people or 500 people listening, because this is something that I never would have done before. So it's all quite exciting and new. And I really appreciate everyone listening to us laughing most of the time. (laughs) But we've got a lot to share and there's a lot more coming up. So... Stay connected and join the conversation. Peace. Bye. Bye.